Welcome to the Audiobook Loving Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks, the narrators that perform them, and the authors that write the stories, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Loving Podcast is brought to you by Viviana in Chapters of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Today, Shane and I are catching up, talking shop, which basically means audiobooks. The upcoming holidays, new and upcoming releases, and of course, a fun round of this and that. Sounds about right, Shane? Uh, yep, that sounds great to me. Awesome. So how have you been doing? Um, I'm very well, thanks. Um, been very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm just sort of winding down a little bit, even though Thanksgiving really isn't my holiday per se. Um, I'm just, I just take it as an opportunity to... Uh, stuff my face and <laughs> not really do much um which is lovely it's like a it's like a second christmas it's like a first christmas before the christmas christmas mm-hmm. um so i've very much got used to it now because back home we don't there's nothing in november other than guy Fawkes night which is the fifth which is like all fireworks yes. and stuff um there's there's bugger all and mm-hmm. you're just desperately holding on through the cold until christmas uh but here it's lovely you get like a first stab at it <laughs> yeah you would think but the way that the the stores are going and having all the holiday like christmas stuff out in i don't know august um <laughs> kind of makes you go can we just celebrate thanksgiving first before we put up the tree yeah um, yeah it tends to unfortunately people tend to kind of skip over it it seems skip over um, thanksgiving yeah like as far as like the tradition of you know, taking the day off, doing the cooking, and just, you know, putting the fall decorations up, maybe, if people do that or not. Fall like decorations? Yeah. What's that? Oh. Um, like the or leaves. Like pumpkins are... and squashes. And yes. Things, like, things like that. Oh, yeah. That's... I'll have to show you a photo of the mantle so you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've seen stuff like that, maybe. I don't know. It hasn't really struck me. Uh, I go straight for the Christmas decorations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't have uh, autumn decorations back home. <laughs> People think you're nuts. <laughs> oh, you know, we, we decorate for Halloween, and so some of that stuff is already out, and then we have a short period where we have Thanksgiving, so some of that stuff, you know, the, the eerie, goggy stuff gets out, and then the rest stays in the house. Mm. And then come Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, the Christmas boxes explode, and I start putting all the stuff up and including the tree so yeah because that's the legit you can because back home we never used to put christmas christmas decorations up so early uh there's like i don't know what the rules are but definitely you only the i don't know i wouldn't say crazies <laughs> but that was the the enthusiasm yeah from <laughs> my mother <laughs> yeah my very british mother it's like good grief it's a bit early for all of that nonsense isn't it i mean although she does like christmas but um to put them up at the end of November back home would be only for like the real Christmas freaks. But uh, I here it seems quite okay to do it back around, which is great because I bloody love Christmas decorations. I think it's really nice. Uh, so I may well do that on Friday myself. I may just fall oh. from the attic and get everything. Yeah. Um, but other than that, everything's good. Yes. As you know, I just came back from the dentist. I'm sure <laughs> people will be riveted to hear that I have still have no fillings what no, That's no, good, no. Right? i know i'm quite impressed i know especially because my friends like to take the piss and say about <laughs> english people and their teeth 
true that's right they do yes so you're all good though so bucked a trend obviously (laughs) uh yeah it's it's good um and yeah it's just i just oh it's just a funny i had a i had a a few i was going to mention that um not because of thanksgiving but every now and then i have real moments of uh realizing even though i've been here 10 years that uh i'm like i'm not in <laughs> what's that wizard of oz thing you we're not in kansas anymore is that the, yes is that the yes that's it yeah like the british equivalent of that like i'm just like i'm not in england anymore um which you'd think i kind of wouldn't have those moments anymore but i, I still do uh there was just funny one this morning uh, a sort of a gym and this girl came over class and to her other friends she was like i fucking love that what her the teacher was like, i fucking love that teacher she, I, she's so great i fucking love her i love her <laughs> class it's the best thing ever and i was like <laughs> wow i was like okay cool i was like i get it but i just i just reminded me i thought back home you'd sort of someone might come out and the equivalent would just be um well that was nice i enjoyed that it's <laughs> good I'm sure I'll come back again. You know, yeah. every now and then I have these epiphanies of like, wow, really different way of being. Uh, so it, one. Yeah, how we express ourselves, and uh, but but even it, it, within the states, it happens a difference if you're East mm. Coast versus West Coast. Um, I'm sure that's a very West Coast. Yes, that behavior. is a very West Coast, especially if um, if you are um, your accuracy of her accents being valleyish. <laughs> oh i mean don't never take it when i'm off off of the clock uh-huh. so to speak well, don't never take my accents no, no. <laughs> verbatim i did a terrible one the other day um yeah. for somebody i can't remember i was doing a terrible american one but yes but yes she did sound very la to me la yes yeah so so we tend to say like valley girl but we really mean california you know accent well so. valley girl's a little derogatory isn't it isn't it, it? it can be but i mean there's a whole it can be <laughs> ser- well because there's a whole entire series of uh, book series of teenagers like ya it's something to do with valley high i think and it was in california and stuff like that so again it depends on kind of how you use it but we definitely have that whole like oh my god everything's like so cool and i'm such a blonde you know like that when yes. you think of valley girl unfortunately so I like Romy and Michelle, to... isn't there that movie? Perfect. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> when you said that, that's what came to mind. That was, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Whereas here on the on the East Coast, I would probably be like, "Oh my God, that fucking hurts." Do I have to come back to the gym tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. It's like, and it's the use of the word love. I was listening to a podcast today uh, while I was running around town, and. Uh, yeah, the use of the word love in um, the States is, is quite, it's very, it's peppered around a lot more. I think British people, for example, my brother still doesn't say, um, I love you uh, or anything like that. He'll say, love from all. Like mm. that's as far as he goes. Um, and it's interesting. And I, I have a, and in, on this podcast, I was saying that uh, at the end, it's like, oh, you know, thanks for being here, blah, blah, blah. Love you guys. And I was like, so interesting <laughs> just the use of that word like it's just very i think um we have a it's, we have a very sort of we reserve it often too much um i would say yeah it's, and i think on the opposite spectrum sometimes we give it away too freely yeah i think it has a different meaning here so i have a, a friend of 
ours in our group. There's sort of 12 of us, I'd say, core group. And then she she said, I laugh at her because she's like, okay, love you. Like, if she's leaving, she will literally say, uh, hug people and say, I love you. Okay, bye, love you, love you, love you. And I'm like, you've told me you love me three times. It's very <laughs> strange for me as a British person. Mm-hmm. This. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like, and then of course I get the piss taken out of me because I'm the cold British person. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just those two things there. I was like, oh yeah, it's very, very, I'm in America. Today. Yeah. I've tried to have the whole thing where like when people say, oh my God, I, I love that song or oh my God, that, you know, I love that food where I say, well, no, you love me or you love your significant other, your family. You like that a lot. Um, oh, you want to be a purist. Well, n- well, I think it's because when you're throwing it around that way, it kind of diminishes it, the, the, the value to some extent. Um, I, I am the, the, like similar to your friend where, especially with the, the close group of friends, I will say, okay, love you, bye. Because sometimes you just don't know what happens next. And so I want to make sure for me that you guys know that, you know, that they're loved and stuff. But other people show their emotions and love um, in different ways. My twin sister, say, I say she's emotionally cold and, she's, and she says of me that I'm emotionally needy. Um, <laughs> oh, let's go. I mean, let's get deep. I didn't realize we were going to go no. into familial feuds, but let's. <laughs> yeah, but just because of how we show our, our, our affections and our emotions, she is one that I go, love you, bye. She goes, uh huh. Mm. <laughs> but she'll buy me something. So it's like this, the different love languages. Yes. It's how she shows her, her, her love for, for me or when she'll make me something she thinks I like and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. totally. But yeah, yeah, we throw it around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never want to generalize, but definitely, there. I mean, there are just dif- definite uh, cultural differences. Mm-hmm. That I, uh, yeah, that's what just every now and then it, it takes me by surprise um, that I notice it. And it might not happen for like a long, long time. And then, mm-hmm. like, I think it was at a bar the other week and I laughed at my friend. And I was like, oh, I had one of those moments because the barman said something like, you know, yeah, sure, that's dope or something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so weird for me because I don't hear that. It's so 1990s. <laughs> right, probably. Yeah, I felt, that's what I said to my friend. I said, I feel like I'm in a movie. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm in like Wayne's World. Like some American thing that I grew up with watching, you know, fascinated by Hollywood movies because, you know, we love them. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and every now and then I feel like I'm back in, um, you know, my teen years or something in some sort of, movie that I've watched so uh, yeah it's, it has its moments so that's that's what's going on in my life yeah well again it's been 10 years and people sometimes think that that's a long time and it can be but you were also born and raised in over you know abroad and so having to figure some of this stuff out and we also a lot of people tend to generalize that British individuals are very cold as you were saying and are posh and don't show their emotions at all and then sometimes we get them all going dude you feeling okay yeah (laughs) and i think how we generalize you know like going okay you know so yeah we yeah we don't uh, yeah as a a general yeah we i'd say british people are a little bit more reserved with things and we don't sort of rush in with commentary i i and i do it sometimes i have to you know say to friends because i'll for example they maybe have done something and you know i'll take time looking at it and taking it in mm-hmm. um which might sort of seem as if i'm there's maybe some consternation or as if i'm like unsure about what i'm looking at say they've decorated their house or something mm. uh, whereas my other american friends you know my american friends are much more like oh my god this is so 
I love it. You know, and I'm very much like, oh yeah. Oh, I like that. That's quite, mm-hmm. that's nice. Like, I, and I just think there's, there's something that that's how, I mean, that's how I am. That's how we were yeah. raised a little bit. So yes, there are definite sort of generalities sometimes, mm-hmm. but um, I'm still very British in lots of ways. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those <laughs> things where I probably would be concerned, not so much that you didn't notice that and say how awesome the house looked, but because of the reservedness, if I said something and the reaction wasn't what I thought it would be, I'd be like, damn it, did I piss him off? Is he mad at me? Oh my God. You know, oh. and then as a Pisces, I would be like even more worse than that. So going, what did I do? So, uh, so you take it on yourself. That it's yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I used to get that at drama school. I would get, I'd be concentrating on what they're saying, the teacher and like trying to process it. And then they would say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yes, yes. Because it would look as if there was, I was either just judging what they were saying or not very impressed with what they, they were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, when actually I was just trying to think it through. But so that's, that's just my face. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, people get to know you better and they, they realize that they're still friends sometimes that they're that quiet and stuff. And I'm like, you okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, just thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, that's your thinking face. Got it. I should have realized the yeah. smoke coming out of your ears. Um, <laughs> My so. thinking frown. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, you recently were at an awards event. So I want to say congratulations for the nomination of the SOVAS, which is the Society of Voice Arts and Science Awards. And you guys were nominated for Romance of, or what was it? Romance or Erotica. Yes. Best voiceover for Intention by Ava Harrison and co-narrated by Andy Arnst. So you guys were all there. That was so awesome. Yeah, we all, that's, I mean, that's the only reason I went. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, often go to those things. Um, but yeah, because Ava was coming, because she lives in sort of middle of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Lauren Blakely came down from mm-hmm. North yeah, California. Yeah, she was excited. Uh, she's always excited <laughs> when I met her. I was like, you're exactly, I hadn't met her in person. I'd emailed a lot and spoken mm-hmm. over the phone. And I said to her for a minute, I said, you're exactly as I thought you would be. Like you, mm-hmm. your emails are very excited. And when I spoke to her on the phone before, she's like very excited. She's a firecracker. She's just like, yeah, oh. she's very passionate. I love that about her. She gets excited <laughs> about her, what she's doing. So when I talked to her, it's not like, yeah, I got this audio audition and it was okay. And then she's like, oh my God, I got this audio audition. I need it. You know, I'm going, okay, great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She lives <laughs> her life in a very excited state. And I think mm-hmm. that's great. Um, it is. Yeah. And yeah. And Ava, Ava's so lovely. She's, she's very sweet because I've met her before at Rare, obviously. And then, um, so that was kind of why it was going in. Andy um, flew in. Um, there was some others there as well. Ava, Eric, I get all the Avas mixed up because it's like, Era, yeah, Era Lucas. I think Ava Lucas was there, Ava Erickson yeah. was there, Lucy Rivers was there, Megan uh, Tusi was there. Um, and then uh, there was Emma Wilder. Yes, she was there. I also yeah. have to remember which uh, some of them are under pseudonym, some of them not. Uh huh, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> so I'm like, who was that one? I can't remember. So yeah, there was basically there's a lot of people there. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, we, I mean, we had a great time from that perspective that we just all got together, uh, had a good laugh, had some drinks before and after, um, and then just hung out really. Cause it was mm-hmm. on the Warner Brothers lot. So it's like the New York lot that you've all seen 
in sort of movies and I think I don't know I think Sex in the City and stuff like that they yeah, filmed it, was, it there it was a little eerie too because when I was seeing the photos and I'm going hey that kind of looks like the street at Hollywood Studios here in Disney because um, mm -hmm. we have um, in, at the Hollywood Studios uh, theme park we have that alleyway that you guys have there at the lot at the park so you uh -huh. see the photos and stuff and going hey that they weren't uh, lying. It is the same thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good place to have a little outdoor. Mm -hmm. Well, in California, anyway, because the weather's still good in uh, you know October, November. So it was all outside. Um, the ceremony was inside this sort of theater that they have right there mm -hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, it was good. I mean, award things per se, I'm not... Um, I mean, they're, they're nice. And I think, you know, is it's nice to value people. But... Also, there's also a lot of um they're very subjective you know yes. I, I feel it's the same with you know I watch oscars and stuff it's like i feel sometimes it's hard to say well my opinion on that person or how do we decide that that person you know was so much better than this person or you know whatever mm -hmm. so yeah i find the whole concept of them interesting but you know it's nice because it's a get together also you know points people in the direction of things as well you know i know people seeing that we were nominated and stuff i'm sure looked up the book and have you know fallen in love with it so that's nice so yeah yeah i, I, I like the fact that there's just more it seems like there's more and more and more things happening within the audiobook community for the audiobooks and the narrators and the authors you know because we have so many awards for for the written books you know, uh, but not so much for the audio version of it. And now they're having, I know this one has been going on for like six years, but it seems like it's the attention's on it a little more. The people are talking about it. There's a hashtag for it again and more of people are sharing it. So that was what I liked about that perspective is that they're showcasing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah no, I, I, yeah, definitely agreeing. Cause I think people do deserve, um, kudos because it is <laughs> it's a lot of effort that goes in to all sorts of you know voiceover work i guess but um yeah we're particularly focused on audiobooks and um mm -hmm. it is yeah it's nice for people to sort of get the recognition and for the attention um for the amount of effort they put in and also i think it's nice in the romance genre because a lot of those you know like ava and lauren and others it's sort of they they put so much effort in they market it themselves often you know they're they're self-publishing because they want to, um, but there's also so much that goes along with doing that. And so I mm -hmm. think it's, it's really well-deserved. Like Lauren and I had a chat about that, that um, to get that recognition. Um, because yes, because they, those authors are doing all of those things by themselves and not just sort of handing it to a publisher um, who takes care of bits and pieces. So I said okay. kudos on that respect too. Oh yeah. For sure. No, it's great to see them, the authors now kind of, again, realizing that there's value um, in having their books done in audio and having them just try it out and do and either hiring someone to do the producing and the casting or doing it on their own. Like Lauren does it on her own now. She is such a pro at it. And at the same time, I think she is leading a lot of different ways to do audiobooks lately and, and audiobooks. I'm, I'm seeing more trends based on what I've known she's done first. So that's been kind of cool too, so. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I definitely say she's a trendsetter in that respect. Um, but yeah, audio just keeps growing and growing anyway, which everyone knows. So mm -hmm. I feel, you know, 
more and more people are getting on the train. But it's always it's always interesting. There are definitely there's always sort of early adopters. I mean, I feel like I don't really know Lauren's history that much, but I feel like she's one of those that's kind of more on the forefront. Um, and authors that you know we work for tend to be that. But and then I'll get. I do have, I'll get inquiries sometimes from people that are just like, they've, they've got a back catalog of things and they're just sort of starting to feel it out, which I always find surprising. Cause I think, oh, if you've got a fan base and you've got, you know, you should look at the numbers. Like it's, there's just such a big market for your stuff. You know, you'll have to put the work in as well, like market, market stuff and get it out there. But, um, but the success stories that I hear from people that I work with that have just kind of started to do their stuff into audio or put it into audio, um, they're thrilled. So, yeah. So if you're listening and you have a good back catalog, <laughs> get on it. That's my advice. Oh yeah. There has been many a times that I, have discovered a new author because of the audiobook because of who the narrator was or because someone was talking about how awesome the audiobook was and that's including of newer narrators so not just the ones that i'm constantly listening to <coughs> shane um and uh, <laughs> um and things like that so that's the other side of the flip side is that you're going to get a bigger audience and potentially grow that exponentially as the more formats that you have so mm. Yeah, I mean, it works for us narrators, uh, narrators too. I have mm -hmm. people who start with me with romance and then figure out, you know, my other stuff and uh, sort of slip across now and will pick up stuff because of that, because they lo love the romance stuff. But of course, you know, we're not just obsessed with romance or they're not. So, um, so yeah, it works. It works all different ways. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, good for us as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm lucky. I feel like I got in at the right time when I started doing this. You know, I sort of started it at the cusp, I feel, of people realizing that, oh, like more and more people are listening to audio and it's not just sort of books for the blind, which it used to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, or maybe the odd commuter, you know, who has to drive a lot. It's now mm -hmm. literally everybody and our phones have turned into this. I mean, I found a dictaphone today. I'm clearing out my office. Um, uh -huh. I found a dictaphone and I was like, how fucking old is that? That's like, that's like a relic. So what, sorry about that. No. Um, what's a dictaphone? <laughs> oh, I wondered. You were very silent. I thought, oh, I was going, is this some did sort he of lost just say dick phone? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I found a dick phone. Um, they yeah. were all the rage in the 2000s. Um, no, <laughs> it's a dictaphone. It's the thing that you um, you used before you could, before we all had phones. We're going way back. I don't even know why I have it here in this country. Um, but um, I guess I used to use it for something. But uh, you put a cassette tape in and you oh, record and then you would you know you would record your speaking or whatever it was um a so cassette yes. player no it's called a dictaphone if anyone's <laughs> can someone just get a dictionary out <laughs> there must be a an so it's, it's or like a walkman so it opens up and you put a cassette in it and then you can either record yeah. or listen right yeah it yeah, looks like a walkman but yeah they, i mean if i think probably if you go back to some old movies they would have put a dictaphone out like in the middle you know in an interview situation oh yeah um, yeah those yeah. little cute ones yeah yeah so yeah the size has to be the size of a cassette you know a cassette that's basically it yeah um, but yeah i mean that just, <laughs> like i'm saying i just relate that to the fact because it's sitting right here at my feet and i've got to 
you know, recycle it or something. But, uh, but before our phones became the hub of our lives and the fact that we can record on that or like this with audiobooks where it's sort of, you know, we can listen to an audiobook anywhere. Uh, it's fucking great. So, so yes. Anyway, so that's before, that. Before you sell that or get rid of it to donate, just check out what the value is. Um, it's considered oh, an antique or, or vintage, and you know, there's uh, a lot of that stuff is coming back. Like the cassette players and the Walkmans are starting to kind of come back, and <laughs> with the uh, the millennials and the younger folks. Um, well, so. yeah, people like vinyl. I have a friend who had a vinyl. She got herself a vinyl. Mm-hmm player because yes. you know it's all very very i was like that's what my parents had <laughs> <laughs> they had motown records and things yeah. um <laughs> so yeah i will i'll have a look maybe who knows maybe we can get some, uh, some christmas money for my vintage uh dictaphone not yeah. dictaphone, dictaphone. <laughs> three syllables dictaphone got it Sorry, that's going to be funny for a while. Um, you um, must have a word for it. <laughs> we we <laughs> do, like... we do. I'm trying to think about it because uh, we call them recorders. Oh, is it one of right. those where we have a weird like name for it and over here it's just sort of said like what it is? Yeah, I think it might be. Cause I remember... It comes up on the dictionary, by the way. I'm looking on my computer and it says... Of course you are. <laughs> I, this is my life. This is what I do all the time. It's like yeah. I don't understand so research, yeah. I have to look it up. If I think it's a British word, I suppose American, and I look it up sometimes. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's it. We, we digress. Okay. <laughs> Dick Turfones. Yes, Dick Turfones. Got it. Um, <laughs> uh, so you mentioned that like Christmas is you really into it and stuff. So is, that is your favorite holiday. I think I recall you sharing, right? Mm. Yeah, yes. I guess. Well, what are the options really like Christmas? I mean, I love a summer well, holiday, but like for the holidays. Yeah, well, people tend to be either a Halloween or a Christmas person. Uh, oh, you know, they tend to. Like, those are two extremes. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and then you get the mix where you put some of the Halloween stuff into the Christmas, so like a you know, like the Nightmare Before Christmas, or oh yeah, you'll, they'll get a little bit more like of the ghost Christmas tree where they just get a white tree and put some eyes yeah. on it it's, yeah stuff like that so oh, yeah i just i think i just like i like christmas decorations mm-hmm. i always have since i was uh, since i can remember mm-hmm. um and we used to do quite a lot of them it just made the house well especially because growing up in london in england it was so gray like we didn't get snow very often like maybe once every so many years we'd get some and that looked kind of christmasy and cute but uh in general we didn't and so we just kind of had a gray, <laughs> overcast, cold, uh, quite a bit of rain or, you know, um, like that fine rain that you just kind of come home freezing cold and damp. Mm. Started to come home to Christmas decorations and everything just feeling very cozy. I just have a lot of fond memories of, of all of that. So I think, I think that's a big uh, factor for me. Yeah. Um, like it's cold today here in Los Angeles and I Okay. I You've been it. in the States way too long. Um for so I'm gonna check in on this. What is your definition of cold? It's it's fucking cold. It's cold. <laughs> like I don't know what the temperature is, but it's definitely chilly out there. Like I had to wear two I was on my Vespa, so I had to wear a jumper, two and two coats. And I and I had jeans on and, and boots and I felt it through the jeans. So I was like, okay, hmm. it's pretty nippy. 
but yes, of course, if you're going to compare us to, I don't know, like Michigan or something, it's Correct. probably yes. <laughs> so, tropical here. Yeah, so according to Google, um, taking a page from Shane's book, uh, it says it's 53 degrees Celsius. Yeah, that's cold, oh. right? No. What is that? What is that in Celsius? Because I, I get... I get oh, hmm. Let me see. Oh, it's a hyper... 12 degrees Celsius. Fuck yeah, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in LA too much, too long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably back home this would it wouldn't be so bad, but yeah, I was. I guess yeah, I feel like it's, it's definitely chilly. More so on the bike, I will say. I will prefer. Yes, I mean, yeah, the wind, that chill factor. It's like, ooh, that's pretty nippy. But yeah, when I got off, it wasn't so bad. But then I was cold from being uh, the wind on bike. Anyway. But so I do love, I do love the contra. I like it when it's cold and I can come home and be cozy and I have a fireplace in my house so I can put that on and Christmas decorations. And I just like Christmas. I like the whole vibe. Everyone's just take out the, you know, the shopping and all of that, mm -hmm. like the, you know, commercial aspect of it. The getting together with people. I always love like Christmas drinks i like the white elephant things that we do or the secret santas people have different names for it it seems um you know yes the different versions too because you can do the secret santa and, and have nice gifts or you can do the elephant and have interesting gifts oh yeah well my mate's doing it this year and he's put a limit of 50 bucks i was gonna say quid but he's 50 bucks uh which i was like okay cool i was like but everyone better do something close to that because i'm not <laughs> I'm not getting some make your own Santa costume from <laughs> this Target book. I mean, it makes me sound like I, I'm, uh, but I was like, as long as we're all on the same page and some yeah. poor bugger doesn't pick up some white elephant that's like that, like a coloring book, because someone had no time and got, you know, got it from the corner store. And then mm -hmm. someone else gets like an echo dot or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be like, that'd be a fucking shitter. So anyway, um, yeah, but I just love all of those things mm -hmm. happen and yeah everyone and i like christmas um music i sound so stupid no i mean it, it's i love it, it you know it, it's it's different um and i think that again so temperature wise you, you know here in orlando i'm at 66 degrees fahrenheit and celsius that's 19 degrees mm, that's warm and yes so but people are going oh my god it's so fucking cold Mm. Um, and they're wearing their parkas and stuff. And so it's like when you posted that picture about uh, the sunny LA that you're saying you had a nice cold night mm. and so you did soup and stuff. And then the next day, bam, mm. it was like, um, you know, warm and you had that one day of winter. Um, yeah. Here in Florida, we have, um, there's a meme that, and it's pretty accurate. It's like, welcome to Florida. Winter is at 6 a.m., spring starts about 10 a.m., summer's mm. at 2. And fall starts around 4.30ish p.m. and then dressed accordingly. So, <laughs> But is it, that's why all the, you know, mature ladies and gentlemen move to Florida, right? Yes. They don't have to deal with cold and rheumatism and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, what I've heard. City. Yes, that's what you heard. But yeah, but I mean, Christmas is awesome. I love it. Um, the house gets nicely decorated. The Christmas songs gets, you know, starts getting played um cookies yeah. start getting more bit you know getting baked and then the christmas list of gifts starts figuring out of who gets what and where and, and that's my least favorite bit i don't yeah. I like the whole figuring i don't like to stress about 
who wants what and who like i like but i think we've i've got a system with my family anyway where it's sort of we tell each other what so and so would like mm. so you know so that person kind of gets a surprise but at least, like i because my sister-in-law i like i have to i have to ask it's like i mm-hmm. don't know like i have to ask my brother although he's a bit useless so actually my <laughs> parents, he is a bit fucking useless it's my parents that were like actually you should probably get this steve this she i know she'd like this she's talked about this at you know, some point in the year so I was like, oh, okay so we all kind of do that around each other and then you know that way we kind of figure out Although my mum gets very stressed and just asks me, what do you want? Um, <laughs> You're like, hold on, I'm going to get my list. Um. Yeah, she gets, yeah, she gets very stressed out about it if she's not sure. And so she'll just be like, what do you want? Just tell me. I just need to get you something. I don't know what to do. Um, but yeah, no, I, other than, yeah, I like, I like, I like all the, the decorations or the lights or the coziness. I think it's just the coziness and getting together with people. I'm, I guess yeah. I'm quite social and spending my life in a box by myself probably make it even more <laughs> i relish those times when it's about getting together and just having a laugh yeah it's important to, to be able to hang out with people that you actually like and uh, <laughs> oh, God, your life. Sorry, <laughs> it sounds like you spend half your life with people you can't bear <laughs> oh let's see you don't have to oh. say because someone's gonna hear this like what i thought we were friends no. uh, <laughs> Well, if with me, you know, I mean, I, I wear my emotions on my face. You will know if I like you or not. Uh-huh. Um, I don't believe in bullshitting. Um, and if things can be worked out, great. If not, get the fuck away. Um, but it's just a lot of times you have to do those. Everything's okay because like a, the, the day job or you're sure. going to events and, you know, that person that you don't like is going to be there too. And you're going, hi, go away. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for an introvert, it can be more difficult um, when there are bigger groups and stuff like that. That's why I'd rather have everybody chill at a house and comfy clothes and cozy and shit the shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't have that, um, uh, what's the word, constraint, I guess, in terms mm-hmm. of people. I don't have to interact with anyone, really. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a hermit. I could be up a mountain just working away and just by myself. So... Uh, yeah, I don't have to go to an office and, and sort of mm-hmm. talk with um, Ted and Fred and Betty who drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I forget that, you know, there is that for sure. Some of us have, no, you know. Jobs. Yeah, most people, <laughs> most people have to go somewhere and work. Somewhere. People. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm lucky in that respect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it works out. Um, from a gift perspective, it might be interesting for your family because you travel over there for the holidays, right? Not every year, but I am going this year. Yeah, I am. I am going to go this year. So even though I was just back, I'm going to go back again. So spend some time with mum and dad this year. That's cool. Just doing not very much. <laughs> that sounds lovely. <laughs> it should be. I'm sure I'll be reading um, some stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just they live in um, several hours outside of London now. So in a sort of small town it's got a bit of a villagey vibe i guess um well, that sounds uh, so nice <laughs> i know i'm sure it sounds very romantic but uh no i'm just quiet <laughs> yes yeah. it is it's you kind know. of a little town it's a little suburbany it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a mixture but it's kind of more in the countryside than london obviously um so yeah but there's really 
there's a bugger all going on so mm -hmm. i just kind of hang out with them and you know potter around the house or just be lazy <laughs> so yeah it'd be quite nice i think mm -hmm. oh yeah that sounds great um i think sometimes we we're going so fast and if we, we live in the city like you and i do kind of it's one of those everything's always someone something's going you got to go do this you got to do that um whereas i probably would take a day or two to get used to the quietness of a town like that and uh, be okay with not doing anything you know yeah. yeah i think i think so i mean yeah i have to say it's been quite a few years since i've been there because we always meet in london which is where my brother still lives so uh so yeah i'll have to i'll have to see and then my nan's up there and she's 98 so um i've been hi to her too so so yeah so um we'll see yeah we'll be very quiet but i love i like christmas tv i like tv in england actually we have some we just have an obsession with house programs and things and there's something very reassuring um about going home and watching it um all of these i don't know like house renovation programs and stuff oh okay we're obsessed like really yeah i mean i know here we have hgtv and stuff but uh yeah when i was growing up it was always been home ownership in the uk has just been an obsession with um so anyway so some of those programs have been going forever and i don't know it's just sort of a reminder of um it's nostalgic i guess so i like watching yeah. that and i like watching christmas movies and things not like the hallmark christmas no. movie. <laughs> i think i mentioned that on podcasting the other week i was like yeah that's so bad <laughs> <laughs> which i shouldn't say because i know somebody who casts some of those so um no offense but uh yeah i can't watch them <laughs> But I like, I don't know, like other more festive sort of regular movies. Yeah, there's some, there's some really good ones out there from non-Hallmarky. And, mm. uh, and sometimes I, you know, just the Hallmarks, they're, they're, they've gotten a little better and sometimes they've gotten a lot worse. So it's just one of those, like you have to figure out which one it's going to be. But it also helps with the mood of getting more into the holidays a mm. bit, so. I know in my house are like oh yeah in my house like oh there she goes again with the Hallmark movies. Well, I mean they are they are very much geared to a female audience. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm sure there are blokes that like them, but um I just I think from seeing them yeah they're very yeah, no. and there's a formula and it's all and nothing bad is ever going to happen to anybody really like everyone's yeah. going to be nice and it's all going to be. Yeah. All right in the end, which is probably nice in this very turbulent world that people live in now that's true too uh it's always funny too because it's one of those like it's snowing outside and the two of them are walking and all of a sudden oops she's you know she slips and he you know goes to catch her and they fall and they start laughing and that's when they fall in love <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean that's how it happens every day exactly i mean like it's totally <laughs> i was like yeah what happens to that people that don't have snow <laughs> <laughs> just fall in the mud um, oh god <laughs> and that chick from um that girl from uh the wonder years because i grew up with that program I'm, i was obsessed with it i was literally that was my teenage years was the wonder years mm -hmm. uh the girl winnie i know winnie. She, she's in a lot of those movies yeah because so, i saw her interview some these random things pop up like i'll be at the gym and it top, pops up on tv and she was being interviewed and because i think because of Christmas is coming. I was like, oh, that's her from the Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she's in a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of the actors, like from some of the some of the girls from like the Full House have done some of those. Mm. Um, there are other some movies that are 
they're starting to kind of branch out. But part of it is also branding from, uh, you know, the wholesome appeal that Hallmark has. Because yeah. <laughs> they fade to black. They don't do romance like we do romance. <laughs> 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 yeah. So no. it's just, no. No. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, this is, the books we do wouldn't be on Hallmark. <laughs> no, they go to passion flicks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. So cool. So that's what you're doing for the rest of yeah. Oh God, we're already almost in December. Yeah. Oh, and I that's it. We're done for the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's game over. Yeah. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you a resolutions kind of a guy? Not really. Okay. No, I used to be, and then I think grew out of it, and I was just like, well, if if I decide to do something, then I could decide that any time mm -hmm. in the year. I mean, I guess I I, I, dev I might sort of look at my mindset or look at how the year's been, and sort of think through like what it's a good time. It's it's a good time to be reflective, and then mm -hmm. you know maybe be I want more of that or i'm going to move in that direction more and stuff but more of a general sort of idea going into the year is what i would say is my mindset not i will not do this or i will do that and da 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 mm. i don't do that so much no yeah they're hard to sometimes maintain i've found some old you know journals and stuff and i was looking at them and included some of those new year's resolution i'm going huh? dumbass um uh -huh. <laughs> 15 years ago going yeah no not now work out for you um so <laughs> find anything from like 15 20 years ago there's always like oh my god what was god. i thinking what did i like look a... like <laughs> so i think my, my stuff my process thinking is more about like you say reflecting okay what worked what didn't work this year what would i want more of next year and you know be more you know more kind and what to be more positive kind of things to bring uh, positivity into the world and what can i do to be part of that as well so yeah figure out mm -hmm. i agree that's, yeah that's, that's kind of where my mindset goes but i'm generally happy so i don't like i'm very grateful for what goes on and stuff yeah so, um yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel like you know my life doesn't feel like i'm gonna sit down and change direction or decide that this is sort of more of a steering it on a course mm -hmm. i'm very happy it's kind of it's already on in lots of ways so it's nice yeah it is yeah that's a good feeling to have too um i know that for me it's one of those what was it that i was thinking just a, a little bit more focused on me because i tend to focus on a lot of others take care of others make sure others are happy make sure others have things what they need and then all of a sudden i'm going i can't even have time to read a freaking book because uh -huh. uh, <laughs> uh and so just trying to figure out what can i do for me just to not lose my own self-identity right yeah yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. self-care is important it is sure. yeah um so we're going to start entering now on the this or that with shaney segment absolutely <laughs> this is where um, listeners followers and fans submit their this or that questions via an online form for you shane to answer um, we greatly appreciate you taking the time to send in those questions. Please know that we're trying, we've gotten a couple of questions where they're like more interview versus a this or that. So just keep in mind that it's more about having Shane select one thing or another and then having him pick that and that's it without justifying it. Um, <laughs> Which doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. But I love that. That's why we do uh, it. <laughs> yeah. So if you also, 
have submitted a question and yours hasn't been asked yet, just don't get discouraged. We're still working through a lot of these questions that are being submitted. And also sometimes we may not be able to ask it. Um, just because we can't, <laughs> not going to go there in some cases. <laughs> love don't get discouraged. <laughs> you can always ask me on Twitter probably, and I will or won't answer. Actually, no, yeah. don't ask me on Twitter because I don't want, <laughs> we'll keep yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, bless. I just anyway. Sorry, I just, I just thought that was cute. You're like, don't get discouraged. It's like, oh, interesting. Well, because I mean, I want people to 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 tune in to you know have our you know listen to what's going on with you and what's going on next and all this stuff and also of course this segment. But so I know when I sometimes submit questions for things, I'm like, oh, it didn't get to me. Uh -huh. So you know, I, I look at the list and I kind of mix and match a little bit. And again, we've gotten right. some questions where. You know, it's more about like a more interviewish kind of thing. So I try to weave those in sometimes into our conversations or if I can grab it and make it into a this or that, I've done that as well. So, right. If it yeah. doesn't make the cut, don't <laughs> take it personally yeah, <laughs> that it affects your self-esteem. It's <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Totally. Yeah, no. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. So it was uh, since it's Thanksgiving, pumpkin or apple pie? Pumpkin. I, um, I don't like apples. Mm. Sounded so grumpy when I said that. That was great. You're like, that's, yeah. that's, that's the mode I'm going to be in for this, this, and that. Like, it's yeah. grumpy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Got it. Did not like apples. Um, chicken or steak? Chicken, because um, I try not to eat. Do you know I had a premonition that you were going to ask me something about meat? I don't know why. Huh. Um, I know. That's really bizarre. Um, yeah because I try not to eat I poor fucking chickens, but I would try not to eat red meat. I feel really bad. Uh, I'd like to be vegetarian, but I just can't manage it. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that sounds so weak. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot. I mean, even some of the, it's like the condiments or some of the ingredients in soups for, you know, include some form of animal. So yeah, it's very hard to be a vegetarian. Well, yeah, and I just can't. Like, I'm allergic to soy, as yes. every loyal listener knows, um, my dietary requirements. So that cuts out a ton of uh, products because mm -hmm. I've looked for stuff. I was like, I'll just eat impossible meat. And um, that's all soy-based. Um, oh. I think there's another one that I might try called Beyond Beef or something like that. Yes, there's another one. Mm -hmm. That's not made of soy, so I could probably try one. So anyway, sorry, I digress. Chicken, because I feel bad eating meat in general and for some reason i feel you're okay with chicken i no but i just feel less bad eating <laughs> less bad. got it <laughs> goodness um okay so here's one it says paranormal romance or contemporary romance like which do you prefer to narrate it's a tie really i think mm -hmm. It kind of, I'd say goes between the two. I like mm -hmm. the mix that I have. So I'm going to say, what's the, what's, what comes in the middle of this and that? Um, there isn't. There really isn't, but you've always rolled with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think if I had to do one or the other predominantly, I, I would, I mean, I've done more contemporary, I, I would say, but yes. I've definitely got more PNR over the, last year or two and i really yes. i really quite like it so a mix cool. okay there there's there are some like that that there's been uh 
like a time traveling is technically considered paranormal because of the time travel but i was just thinking of that one yeah yeah the misadventures of a time traveler um which is just out now by the way yes um yeah I, that's what i mean i was like i like that element to it it was mm -hmm. rather than it just if it was just he was you know of the same time period mm -hmm. kind of really added an extra dimension which i liked yeah a lot of people are raving about that book um the misadventures with a time traveler by um, angela Payne, and it's yes. um, mm -hmm, and it's you and vanessa edwin yes yeah. who is fantastic i think mm -hmm. yes great i know her she, she she lives out here and we see each other at studio for other stuff projects cool mm, yeah. yeah so it's ex i thoroughly enjoyed doing it and i really recommend it Cool. And you know, that means that I have to read it because I've gotten in trouble for not You have to listen. <laughs> Lauren Blakely's been listening to it. Yes, 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 for sure. Anyway, we digress from the set. You, yeah. can, <laughs> you can get on to that Sorry. Um, blinds or curtains? Hmm. Hmm. Curtains now. Okay. But I grew up with blinds and I was a blinds were my thing and then a friend of mine just put up a bunch of curtains in in the house and it looks great and i didn't think that that would be the case and so i've mm -hmm. been converted to <laughs> curtains but more as a decorative thing than an actual functional yeah. if that makes sense yes it does <laughs> well it's funny because i grew up with blinds as well and then yeah. when i got my own place i was able to have an option and choices and I go now with uh, curtains and they have these really good blackout ones. So it's like pitch black at night in, in the bedroom. So that's always fun. That's my favorite. I mean, my favorite yeah. is shutters, which is what mm -hmm. that's like. They're not blinds though. They're like something in between. Well, they're not curtains. <laughs> well, hold on. When you say shutters, I'm thinking external things. No, those wooden cover. things, those wooden things, the, the slats, and then there's like a little uh, rod down the middle. They're wooden and mm -hmm. you kind of push it up or push it down and they all, you know so they're kind of like wooden blinds if you like oh okay but and you have those on the nicer. inside right yes okay but they so look much can... nicer they don't the i never saw them in england they seem to be very la i think i'm not sure huh. they're nice yeah no they look they see that we have them a lot in the house from an external side of things and so they'll use that for in our cases sometimes hurricane um so the windows are protected <sighs> Um, but I've seen them in movies um, where they have it on the inside of the house, and it's like you said, you know, it's kind of the, the work of a yeah. blind. So. They're a little bit more picket fancy kind of. Yes. Art. And uh, yeah. I, I, those are my, oh, that's what I have in my house. So that would be my okay. choice. Cool. All right, last one. Ready? Mm -hmm. Beauty or brain? Oh, brain. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just, I mean, with. I don't know in what context someone is meaning that, <laughs> whether that's a sort of romantic context or just in general, but I would think I would take brain in general anyway, because mm -hmm. there's plenty of pretty people. Um, but, you know, it's the the humor and the spark and like the ability to talk about things and, you know, all of that, that's really the best thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beauty fades. It does. That's <laughs> the other thing. And so people who rely on that, you know, you kind of get to a certain age and then find it, I would say, a little tricky to navigate the world. Yeah. Um, whereas the brain just keep, should just keep expanding. Yeah. 
the ability to, to, to have conversations and just laugh is always a good thing. Mm. And just mm-hmm. be intri- like interested. I'm always, I always like being around people who I have certain friends, you know, who are just very knowledgeable on diff- all sorts of different things. And so you just have very interesting discussions. Like I had dinner with a, a friend last night and she was telling me about how she's had to learn to just how her, how being a woman and trying to tell men how, you know, to criticize men in a way, like, I don't like this or could you she was talking about being on set she's an actress and producer mm-hmm. asking someone to move something as a woman she said to a man she said it would get would be so much harder she said her husband who was you know works in the business as well would just be like oh hey man can you can you move that and whoever the, the guy would be like yeah sure she said she would do it and the guy would kind of she'd get like resistance yeah because she's a woman and i've so I found I would never have thought of that. So I just find conversations like that or people, you know, being around people who kind of have different perspectives and give me this insight into things. I find it fascinating. So, sorry, a tangent from the brain <laughs> question, but that's, um, but that was, thing. I'll save that for another day, that whole, that whole topic. Yeah. A lot of women are like, oh, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> but as a man, I was like, I'd never, that wouldn't occur to me. Like, I just had no idea. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I, I find, again, as a woman, that when we say something or ask for something versus when you would do it as a guy, the reaction mm. is different. Um, but then at the same time, there's some things that we can get away with because we're girls mm. that you might not be able to get away with because you guys. So, you Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it can cut both ways. But yeah. I mean, we, we all know that it's a patriarchal society. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, absolutely. Skewed for blokes. Yeah. Far more. Oh, God, that got it. deep out of nowhere, <laughs> there, out of uh, this and that, like brain or beauty. Well, you then... said you like the brain part from the conversation. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I, like, I like that. Well, I like using some of these podcasts to sort of talk about sort of more varied things. I did it like when I did Kim Lorraine's, and I think people were listening to that the other week oh yeah yeah we went off on all sorts of tangents about Mm -hmm. you know male male female romances and how she prefers a male male romance over anything which i was just like blown away by i was like i didn't even have a clue uh through to the swedish hermaphrodite troll movie yeah, I know. I was listening to that. I'm going, what the fuck? And so I'm Googling <laughs> and I'm going, holy shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, that was a great podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm actually listening to my first um, Kim Lorraine book, which is um, Wicked Temptation that you did, oh, that yeah. you guys were talking about. So, yeah, I hope, mm-hmm. you, I hope you enjoy it. Well, because you listened to, um, who was it? The Phase Captive. You listened to yes, Lily Archer Lily stuff. Archer. Yes. Because yeah. you've been resistant for for a while on that. <laughs> I know because you said they were short which I understand you yes. wanted something a bit more lengthy yeah you did you did then listeners she did then message me to ask me <laughs> when the, the final book was coming out because she couldn't <laughs> wait for it and it wasn't out yet and she listened yes and months. listeners he loved getting back to me on that one you know as far as uh, the gift like mm-hmm yep change right um (laughs) you can read what you want into that text message it was very basic it was very let me find out for you i emailed lily and she told me that it's like 
supposed to be out right now and she's just waiting for still not out is it still not she has no it's not waiting for audible or ac or however whoever i think it goes through acx to yeah I yeah mean... there's sometimes some weird holdups with i don't know whether it's the processing of the audio or like they have a quality check that they have to i've never had an issue when i produced stuff but i know other people sometimes get a bit stuck in a little uh mm-hmm. maya for a hot minute um so anyway so yeah. it's on its way um, very very soon so yeah uh, so yeah you were right i have no problems admitting that when you know i told you they were right. good I, you did yeah, you did um i did have the issue because they're shorter yes it, it's almost like a full book that was chopped into different parts and yeah. and lily definitely has a gift for cutting it at the very point where you're going no because you want to know what's going on next mm. um so some people were having issues with the cliffhangers so I got some extra codes and I'm like, download, download, download. And I listened to them and you were right. They're really good. They are really good. Uh, Mackenzie, Mackenzie Cartwright. Who yeah. Is, yeah. She's awesome too. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, she's great. Um, mm-hmm. And great to work with. Actually, all the girls I work with are really good to work with. I have to say shout out to, to everyone. Um, they're always so together and on it and, you know, checking in and yeah, it's, I'm, lucky i feel mm-hmm. um but yeah those are good so yes, i'm glad you have discovered them yeah thank you for that but the eighth one's the final one i think it's done yeah i think i read um because again this is an, a perfect example of how i've never read anything by lily actor before it was recommended and i listened and now i'm trying to figure out when the next book comes out and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff um <laughs> <laughs> but i think she was talking about doing like a spin-off series from that world and so she's creating she has another book that just came out recently that's a spin-off from one of the different parts of the i don't want to say country because the, that world is not like that but different part of the world mm. so she's doing some spin-offs so hopefully oh, yeah. she'll do an audio yeah yeah i don't i mean we just also did some um omega verse thing mm-hmm. for her so which is that universe of characters right that mm-hmm. kind of yeah. and people write around that universe that's so i mean it was my first introduction so i yeah i played um i was in that with jason clark and i think yeah mackenzie cartwright and um, Mm -hmm. someone else so so anyway yeah there's some other stuff so i'm going to take a moment and rave about you for a minute um (laughs) so i've always known and i'll be i've always known you're good like you are one of the one of the really good good awesome narrators that are out there in the romance genre I've always known that you can act. You can play the cocky asshole and the sweet guy. And you have also a good range when it comes down to differentiating the characters. Mm-hmm. So I Thank knew you. that. Yeah, so I knew that. You completely fucking blew my mind in this fake captive series because there's so many characters. And when you're narrating, you have everything from the hero to the best friend, to the wicked witch, and all the other characters, and the fucking unicorns. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But there were moments where I'm going, damn, his range is like epic. (laughs) Well, well, thank you. That's that's nice to hear. I mean, I will, I guess I will say that's the, that's the world I came from Mm -hmm. originally, like, I came from a more of a, in terms of audiobooks, uh, books that had fantastical characters and had all of these different things and places and ages and stuff. So 
um, I maybe that's why I like those books as well because mm -hmm. it kind of helps to marry the two, which is which I do love. And you know, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of YA. I love all of that stuff and getting to throw my voice around and be very very different characters all within the same mm -hmm. book and chapters. So, um, and I will say, uh, you know, Mackenzie, especially in the latter books, she she would record before me, so a lot of those characters were she was setting the tone so <laughs> the range is also uh up to her because uh i had to because <laughs> she'd already done them i said like, okay okay so we're going to be here this guy's this and that girl's that and okay and this is the unicorns like that okay cool great like this is so yeah she made she made both of us um stretch ourselves if you like mm -hmm. and she was fantastic um but again it's you know when you find out that again knew already that you were awesome and fantastic <laughs> at what you do and then i'm going holy fuck okay yeah he's awesome like wow you know a lot of us listen to the contemporary so we have what the hero the heroine mm. one or two other characters and then maybe a kid um <laughs> depending on the story yeah uh, so not a whole lot of huge range or variety of personalities and things like that something like this where you get a fae humans different types of underlings yeah. and then a unicorn which is not if you guys like unicorns and have this perfect image of what a unicorn would be don't listen to this <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah. image would be completely ruined for you i like the unicorns even better now just because they're sarcastic suckers um so <laughs> dirty bastard that one yes they are <laughs> uh, and i love that um so <laughs> it was it was fun to listen to something also be played off differently because again like usually it'll be majestic and proper and prim and you know mm. something to be admired and delicate and here they are corny little bastards so i'm like awesome <laughs> yeah yeah no it's 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 good and i'd like i say it's i really enjoy mm -hmm. um, getting to do like all of that stuff um a lot i really i think that's one of my favorite things to do is to be able to have these sort of eccentric characters that still you can listen and believe they don't sound like just cartoon caricatures mm -hmm. um and you can only kind of do that in that sort of world of whatever you know lord of the rings and or you know yeah, the paranormal side more thing magical and everything and stuff and it's love and some of those descriptions of mm -hmm. not just the facebook but other books are very you know you they describe a little dwarf who's this and that like and they give there's all this sort of characteristics to how they visually are describing the book that gives you all this license to kind of go to town and then i get to use all my funny accents especially mm -hmm. when i from back home yeah. um, <laughs> so it's great i love it so good thank you i'm glad that you appreciate that that's nice to hear mm -hmm. yeah because there was many times where i was about to text you and i'm going nah i'm not going to abuse my privileges <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you saved it for now. It's very nice yes. to hear it now. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. please. And in the Misadventures book, I'm French. So there you go. So there's something else. Yes. Check out. Yeah, definitely. I, I already added it to my cart. Um, I learned my lessons. I'm a pretty good learner. <laughs> Shane says something, I listen. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I have to say I like most of what I do. I like pretty much mm -hmm. everything I do. Um, I get to really work with you know i will say i get offered really nice stuff so mm -hmm. um but yeah a few a few things stand out sometimes like that but that's also the, the the cool thing i think that i when i speak with authors and they're contemplating about doing audiobooks i always say that the the narrator is part of the marketing mm. strategy because 
again, I may not have picked up on it, but you kind of build these relationships sometimes, even if it's just through social media with the narrators. And when they're really talking about a book or they are saying this was really hot or this is really good and all this has been creative and blah, blah, blah. The listeners listen and they're like, oh, I'll put that and add it to my list and maybe bump it up. Mm. Um, so that's something too that when it, there's so many books out there that sometimes you look at the list and you're going, I don't know what to pick next. And then you see that recommendation come through and you're going, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, you know, and you kind of shift your your shelf a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess yeah. If I was on the other end, I guess that would be the same for me. I would, I would start to follow either the authors, particular mm-hmm. authors, or or and particular uh, narrators. Yeah. And so yeah, that's very true. Speaking of the books and stuff, well, what can you share about like what you're currently working on, if you can share anything? Um, what I'm currently working on, <laughs> and I have to always look at my iPad. So I just did, I think I might have, may have mentioned that Pervade Montego Bay mm-hmm. coming out. Um, there's some more Diana Knightley stuff that I've been doing, you know, the Scottish one that I did, mm-hmm. uh, which people seem to really be responding to. Um, I've done a bunch of other stuff that's not romance of late. So I've kind of, which is probably good because I feel that I've maybe inundated. <laughs> <laughs> people, I've, I've had a few people on Twitter saying there's just so much stuff I just I can't listen to all this or like you know I can't keep buying all these things um so there's been um who else oh I did Wicked Omens that was that was actually a male male romance so that was interesting but again that's a whole listen to the Kim Lorraine podcast yeah my thoughts on all of that stuff well and I also did that little Christmas story with Lily Valen is it Valenti Valente I guess it's Valente I think it's Valente, yeah. Valente. Um, yeah, because Lauren recommended, um, you know, to her to get me to do it. So um, so that should be out soon, I think, as well. So there's lots of bits and pieces popping around. And then I've got a bunch coming up that I'm recording. Actually, December is very um, heavy on the old romance front. Um, I've got a Kay Bromberg book coming doing another may sage book um with lucy rivers um and then some other stuff lauren blakely i'm working with in january so i'm now i'm being very vague i'm not giving you names and stuff because no you're fine i don't know some (laughs) of these names um but just to know that there is stuff coming out but i feel like a bunch of stuff just came out they did so um people are a bit inundated so yeah so I know that um, in the unlikely event by L.J. Shane, uh, Shen, maybe Shen. Shen, that, I think, yeah. Yes, and that was like a multicast because it includes Joe Arden, Muffin oh, Newtown, that, that old hack. That. <laughs> God, how he has a career, I'll never know. No, I'm just... <laughs> you guys are fucking hilarious. We have um, a love hate those... relationship on Twitter. It's wonderful. Yes, but you guys are so creative. It's like. It, it's so if you guys don't follow Shane and or Joe Arden on Twitter, follow them both. They're both great narrators. Um, but the that. dynamic that they have is hilarious. They'll start with the little backs and forth, and then they start with the gifts. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. bloody hilarious. So definitely, um, I was waiting to see if his name would come up and how you would react. Um, <laughs> I mean, I got a shudder in the worst way possible when you said his name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, Kendall Ryan has Bossy Brit. 
Yeah, we did that so long ago. That's the mm-hmm. thing. We did that ages ago. Yeah, and that's with Aaron Mallon. Yes, I saw and that. Then, People were liking that. Yes, and so from a yeah, and then the misadventures with time travelers that came out on the twenty sixth, so just literally yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then you have coming up the next book, according to Audible right now. The only other book that's coming out as of next is the Immortal Flames, the Excalibur Duet Part Two, and that's from Kim Lorraine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to listen to part one first. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm doing that now. And I gave some. And then you went, oh, yeah, you kind of binge. Are you doing the Netflix thing? I've noticed people. I've noticed people do that on Audible. I never really even thought about that. But people will well, they want to wait or they want the three books in the series to be out at once so that they can just. Specifically, if it, ends, if it has cliffhangers or, you know, there's one of those where the full story isn't completely done, like Lily Archer's, because of the, the length, and it, she, again, has a knack for freaking cutting it where you don't want it to be cut, because there's something going to happen, you're like, well, how's this going to end, and poof, the end yeah. credits start to roll. That one was where I was like, okay, well, these are all out, and so I wave until, like, number seven was, um, and then I got them, and then I started listening to them. Um, right. They're a good story, so I... From that perspective, I will binge. Um, yeah. I just have to wait for the freaking eight one to come out. Well, I just, it's like, it's, I think it's our culture now. It's sort of, you know, I mean, I remember growing up when it was, you know, you waited until next Sunday for the next episode. Oh, God, yeah. And mm-hmm. now, or, you know, you got a, a video box set for Christmas of something and then you managed to watch like two seasons in one go but like other than that no you didn't you didn't have that option and nowadays I think we're spoiled rotten that we don't we just don't want to wait for everything each week yeah Um, like I'm having to do that at the minute I'm watching Mrs. Fletcher on HBO if Mm -hmm. anyone hasn't watched it with Catherine Hahn um it's fucking great like it's just really good. She's sort of a divorced mum and her, her um, kid's gone to college and she's sort of rediscovering herself and she gets into watching porn. Um, yeah. yeah. So it relates to romance. The, Somehow, so I yeah. Make, <laughs> but I think a lot of, I, I recommended it to Louise Bay the other, I was chatting with her on WhatsApp. And I was like, you've got to watch it. I was like, it's funny. Like, there's all these, you know, it would be good fodder as a romance writer. Like, there's just issues in it that would be interesting. And it's approached in a really, like, funny way and also heartfelt way and all sorts. So, and I just love Catherine Hahn. She's just fucking genius for me as an actor. Anyway, sorry. This is forever. <laughs> this is, people will have switched up. You're going to have to edit half of this out. Yeah, yeah, we'll do some editing. Yeah, no worries there. Um, but I think honestly, people love listening to what you're watching and kind of go, oh, yeah, because, you know, A, it brings you. Remember, you guys are our rock stars. OK, remember about this. You guys are our rock stars. So when you're busting out with a favorite show or a favorite artist or movie or whatever, it kind of pulls you like, hey, I, I like the same one, too. That's pretty cool. We have the same taste. So it, it's well. I will give you, uh, to, to wrap up then, if you really want to know, mm-hmm. my TV viewing at the minute is Mrs. Fletcher on HBO. It's Dark Materials. <clears throat> Dark Materials on HBO. Very different. It's also very good. And Vikings, which I never watched. <gasps> I missed it. And now it's like there's so many seasons on Prime. And I yes. started watching it the other <laughs> Sunday because I had a lazy Sunday. And I, I'm yeah, now I'm into that. So they're all very different programs. That's you know? yeah, you're going across the spectrum there. <laughs> you know, keeping that brain going. Yeah, <laughs> Vikings was is really good. You're gonna love it. Um, 
because there's a lot of variety within that as far as characters goes. Um, but there's a change later on that I was like, oh, so it kind of stopped me from watching it. I need to oh, which to season it. is that? Uh, I think it's like four. So you still have some to go. Okay. I sometimes yeah. find they go off the boil for me around season four. I've had several series that I've yeah. watched. And then around season four, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's gone a bit stretching it a bit now. And then I've learned to just go, okay, that was nice. And mm -hmm. then not to <laughs> stick yeah. with a, a dying cause. Yeah, I, I don't like it when they extend it for no particular reason. I would much rather them cut it and end it there and maybe do what the like a spin-off equivalent would be, mm -hmm. if anything, versus trying to milk the cow till it's dying breath. Because it's not a whole lot of good product there. You know? Yeah, there's just dust left in the udder. Yes. <laughs> for an analogy, if you really want yeah. some imagery. Yeah. Let's see. So we've caught up. We've done this and that. You've shared with us what's coming up next and stuff. Um, sort of in a very vague manner <laughs> <laughs> terrible PR person no you know but again we understand that you get you know you're under cannot share should not share but as soon as you can you do so that's still you're a very good PR person from that perspective yes when I know it's yeah. out I will mm -hmm. tell you yeah so your next um Shaney's niece do you kind of have an idea of who you want to yeah I, well I said to Ava uh, when I saw her uh, Ava Harrison I was like let's I would be in touch with her to have a chat so I actually have to double check that she is um available but she said yes she would love to so um so she is what I'm she's whom I'm hoping to have a chat with um in the next few weeks before I leave for Christmas back home cool um, we can discuss our Sobas experience and other things. That's great. Um, I'm going to look forward to that one. I look forward to all the ones. The one that you did before was also great with uh, Louise Bain. So. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. that. And I'd like to talk to Lauren if I can get her, get some time with that. She doesn't know that. I haven't told her yet. So if she's listening, <laughs> I will be asking you for a chat at some point. Um, and some narrators as well, I think. I would, mm -hmm. that might be interesting. Oh, it came. Are you going to ask Joe? Oh, who? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> some random chap with two titles. No. Uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? That would be a fun, interesting one just for shit. You know? <laughs> it, it could be fun. There. But yeah, there are, there's plenty of people I think would be interesting. Lucy Rivers would be a good, interesting. Oh yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, so that's that's possible. But yeah, Ava Harrison, I'm gonna try and track her. her down and chat to her. Oh, yeah. And Lauren's great. She'll she'll definitely make sure that she has time for you. So mm -hmm. well, she's very interesting. She's very business oriented. We had a very interesting conversation about that, which I think might be interesting for people to know about because some of it I didn't have a clue about how the business works and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but who knows? So we'll, I'll be figuring all of that out. Cool. Well, I'll be uh, letting people know once I know. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> it's on its way. Yeah, exactly. So as always, love chatting and catching up with you. So thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a pleasure. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms. Subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. Don't forget to submit your questions of this and that so she can answer them the next time we connect. And happy listening. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Loving Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. 
For links and more info about today's episode or the Audiobook Loving series, visit VivianaEnchantressOfBooks.com. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, happy listening.